with Tech Voices. My name is Drew Bond, and I am the president and CEO of C3 Solutions and your host for today's interview. C3 Solutions is a nonprofit educational organization dedicated to promoting free market solutions to our world's greatest climate, energy, and environment challenges. To learn more about us, go to c3solutions.org and subscribe to our free online news magazine at c3newsmag.com. There you'll find the latest news and information on technology innovation and free market policy solutions related to everything on climate, energy, and the environment. Today's special guest on Tech Voices is Daniel Burroughs, founder and CEO of Truck Labs. Uh, Truck Labs is a trucking technology company dedicated to helping the trucking industry lower its emissions. And uh, Daniel, we're just delighted that you're able to join us today to learn more about you and your company. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me and for all the great work you do. It's uh, it's important more than ever to have well thought out free market solutions to the challenge we face. So your work is more important than ever as we look at the ever increasing number of options and things that are on the horizon. So um, great to be here with you. Well, thank you. It's, a, it's our pleasure. So Daniel, um, it's usually best if someone actually introduces themselves. You know better about your background than I do, certainly in our audience. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Yeah. So I uh, founded, so my, my background is physics. Uh, I studied um, climate modeling and built organic solar cells at an Imperial in London. Um, and then I um, went in with energy consulting and then a bit of venture, uh, venture investing, uh, did an MBA. And during that, I, I decided that the solution to the climate challenge that we face should come from, from the free market, from businesses doing well, um, making sustainable profits, but also looking after the environment we all live in. So I founded Truck Labs with the thesis that um, trucking is an important, critical part of our national infrastructure. It is, um, you know, 80, 90% of the stuff moved around you is, uh, is came from a truck. However, it is it, uh, it also has a lot of emissions associated with that. And I, I wanted to build technology which was good for the truckers, uh, helped them increase their bottom line. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a low margin business sometimes, um, and also um, save the environment. So a win win solutions. But trying to build new products, leaning into technology, leaning in solutions um, to uh, to find uh, find ways to to achieve that goal. So um, started with science, moved through business, and now um, now founded a company to do that. It's a, it's a perfect background and, uh, and one that I admire, um, as, as you know, I think as we discussed previously, my dad was a truck driver and, uh, you know, it's not the world's sexiest profession, uh, uh, but, uh, but something that, as you noted, is, is critical in terms of just moving all of the goods and services that we take you know, for granted most days uh, all around. And uh, so I admire the fact that you, you move from sort of technology into something. I mean, obviously you have a product that's hard tech, but then also soft tech. We'll, we'll learn more about that in a minute. Help me understand how you got into Truck Labs. What, what caused you to really found it? Tell us about Truck Labs and what you guys do. Yeah, so it um, it was founded around our, our first so Truck Labs. Our, our vision is is, uh, is to bring new technologies to the trucking sector to help uh, 
truckers solve the everyday challenges of what happens on a Monday. You know, we're really very pragmatic about our solutions. And, and I think we want to live, we want to keep an eye on the future, but we want to live in today. And I think that in trucking right now, there's a lot of living in the future. And I think that you've got to wake up with the reality of what's going on today. So specifically, um, Truck Labs, uh, we, our first product um, is called the Truck Wings. Um, what we what it does is we what we noticed that two thirds of your fuel, whatever fuel source that is, is spent overcoming aerodynamic drag. And we looked at trucks and we said they're they're a bit like boxes. You know, there's a lot more you can do with aerodynamics. And if you're losing two thirds of your fuel at highway speeds to aerodynamics, let's let's see that we can make them more aero. And actually, there's been a lot of improvements in recent years. If you look at a modern truck, it's so different to what it was 10 to 15 years ago. However, one area we noted was the same was, was the gap between the tractor and the trailer. So if you think of a class eight truck, you've got the tractor, you've got a separable trailer that they pull, and there's this gap between the two, which allows the truck to turn. You don't need to turn at highway speeds. So what we, what we realized is we could have panels that fold out a bit like origami to close that tractor trailer gap when you go above 50 miles an hour. You retain all your maneuverability. Drivers love it because it reduces turbulence. And when you're at highway speeds, you look more like a bullet train and you save fuel. This means that it can pay for itself pretty quickly. 12 to 15 months with these diesel prices is, is pretty typical. Um, and it can, uh, uh, for for alt fuels, for electric, for, for other options, it can also extend the range, which is really, really important as we start thinking about that. So that's that's so that's our first product called Truck Wings. Um, what we think is really important is that those things are costed and we have data to support it. So we put telematics in every one of those devices and we're building other products and have a roadmap to release other products that support the truck industry based on those telematics that we put out with the Truck Wings. Um, so that's, um, that's Truck Labs. We're a a venture-backed startup based out of um, Redwood City, California, um, raised about $24 million, done half a billion miles of driving, work with big fleets and small fleets like UPS, Pepsi, um, you know, and, and Ryder and, and, and small fleets as well. Oh, that's great. I mean, congratulations on your success and this far. And so you've got the truck wings, which is uh, I'll call hard tech, right? It's just uh, I'm just seeing a picture of it. It's it's very simple, as you noted. Uh, you know, wings or origami-like uh, structure that sort of helps collapse the gap between the truck and the trailer at at certain speeds, right? Um, yeah. And then you've got and you kind of alluded to this this trip dynamics, uh, uh, basically trying to, as I understand it, trying to better understand and capitalize on and and, and improve the efficiency of these trucks. Um, that you call trip dynamics, but but help me understand specifically what is trip dynamics? What does it do? And and are there yeah. other products that you have that are that are kind of corollary or complementary for this? The trip dynamics is the first product that's based on what we call our fuel factors model. And what what, what this came out of is a realization when we talked to the little big fleets and small, is that they found it very very hard to really tell you why their fuel economy is what it is. They know what they spent on fuel, but the why was missing. And the why is critical. Um, a truck might do six miles per gallon one week and nine miles a gallon the next week. And then back to six. And the, the fleet owner's like, why do you get six miles an hour this week? And the driver will say, oh, there was wind, there was traffic, I had to idle. But 
it's it's anecdotal. It doesn't pull it into actually what the drivers are. And the trouble is we had to go to these fleets and prove to them the efficiency increase of the truck wings. So we ran 40, 50 different fuel economy tests from track tests to wind tunnel tests to computer simulation CFD tests to um, coast down tests to um, in-service tests. And, and we really understood fuel economy in a, in a very deep way. We, we started to understand what weather did, what traffic did, what driver, you know, how the driver uh, influenced the technology. And so what, what we, we realized over time is that it's, it's highly nonlinear to what we call the fuel factors. And those are, um, there's six of them. There's weather, there's terrain, there's the equipment you're pulling, there's the driver impact, there's the um, load that you've got in the back of the trailer, um, and there's also you know, things like your, your speed. Um, and so what we do is we put all those variables into a machine learning model and train it on the output variable, which is your, your actual fuel economy end of the week. And we don't tell the model what to say, the model tells us what happens. So if you're driving fast in high winds, it will tell you what that dynamic does. Okay, so what do you do with that model? Well, because nobody wants a model, everybody wants a solution, right? So um, it's, it's, we then say to the CFO, like, uh, do you want to know what happens if you swap this truck type for that truck type? If you train your drivers in this way? If you buy electric, if you um, accept these loads off the load of a load board versus those loads, you can predict your costs before you run it. So it's like a truck simulation, if you like. And so the first embodiment that we're selling is actually a driver training tool called Trip Dynamics. It's a gamified experience for drivers, which helps them understand how to drive better based on this this model, which which really for the first time understands um, what co- what drives costs in trucking. It's a hundred. $100 billion we're spending a year in the U.S. on diesel for these trucks. And it's it's really hard to understand what, where it's going, you know, what, what's, what, what's driving that cost. And that's what we, um, we want to we help. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing just the, the, the market side. I mean, you mentioned $100 billion a year we're spending on, on, on trucking. When you say trucking, that, does that mean fuel? Um, just fuel. And in yeah. fact, at current diesel prices, you can probably double that. It's probably $200 billion run rate. I mean, this, this, this stat is used a lot, but it was used a lot when it was like $2.50 a gallon. And now we're seeing, I don't know, I mean, $4.50, $5 around here. It's up to $6. I mean, you know, yeah. so you could probably safely say it's $200 billion run right now. That as a country, we're spending on diesel. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I, the diesel prices I've seen are tend to be a dollar more than, than gasoline prices. And I've seen them as high as $7. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just thinking, you know, big picture is your market potential. Let's say it's... 10 billion, 20 billion, uh, tens of billions. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I read in terms of your company's ability to save fuel, to save truckers' money, is on the tune of something like 6% savings. Is that about right? Or how do you quantify the fuel savings potential of both your truck wings and of your, 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 uh, your trip dynamics? Um, because I, mean, I would think that's big, big dollars to the industry and then help us break it down into an individual trucker and why they care. Yeah. So um, the truck wings save between four and 6% of fuel, bigger gaps. We save more smaller gaps. We save less typically alt fuels, net gas, electric. We save on that 6% because often they have very big gaps because of weight constraints and stuff. I can go into if you're interested on the trip dynamics it's probably around 6% fuel savings as well. Drivers have about 15% uh, 
of fuel economy under their control, even with modern trucks with best in class cruise controls. Um, and so we can, we think the opportunity in that 15% is about 6% that we can, we can drive. So both these, so together you're saving north of 10% um, with those. And so, you know, in the industry, that's $20 billion a year of diesel we can save in for a trucker. They spend, I mean, depends how much they drive, but maybe $80,000 a year on fuel. So you, you can give a, you can give them an $8,000 pay rise from this. Um, and there's money straight into their pocket, no taxes. It's tax free if you don't spend it. Yeah. Yeah. Even the governments haven't figured out how to weigh it to tax savings. So we, uh, we've, we, we, we've got a, we, we, you know, it's a real change. And these truck drivers make 55, 45 to 55 K a year. This is a huge difference for owner operators or fleets if they want to share some of the savings back with their drivers. And that's some of the models we're playing with trip dynamics. I save you $10. You know, can we split that with some kind of ratio that makes sense for both sides? Yeah, I mean that's a, that's just a real significant savings, uh, which is Im- impressive. I mean, I think when you put it in percentage terms, it doesn't always resonate. But to your point, if you're talking about an eight thousand dollar a year raise, I mean that's pretty substantial. Um, what, so, so it sounds like I mean you've got me convinced, right? This is a great product. Every truck should have it. Why doesn't every truck have it? Is it a technology barrier? Is it a market barrier? Is it a policy barrier? All of the above. Help us understand sort of what's keeping you from being ubiquitous. Well, we're, we're new. Um, it was new, new is in seven, six years old. So I guess old in startup land and new in trucking land. Um, and and I think people want to see the proof on the roads. You know, they wanted, uh, it took us three years to get to our first million miles of driving three months to get to our second. And now we're doing three to 4 million miles a week on our, on our units across the country. So there's been a lot of validation improvements. We've rebuilt the product, you know, so many times. And so part of it has been getting the product ready for mass production. Um, we're, we're there. We just launched our gen three product. It's, 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 it's doing, it's, it's really uh, doing well out on the road. And we're super excited by that. The second thing is I think, you know, truckers have heard, I've got this thing that will save you a ton of money a lot of times. And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. And that comes back to the difficulty of measuring that fuel. And so our data-driven approach has taken longer, I think, but it's gotten us to a better state in the end where we're really data-driven and everything we do, we can prove it to fleets on their own equipment. And getting that that that, that sales process right is, is, is really good. And thirdly, um, and this is this is this is uh something that um um, maybe we can talk about the steer act after, after this is it's if you've got you know an 18 20 month payback for some of these technologies and you're not certain that it'll work um that's a really hard thing to try new technology they don't have spare budget for technology r d testing and so um you know we we're hoping to we're working right now with 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 on a bill to um to help give a voucher for, for people to buy technologies like truck wings, but other things as well to help bring in that payback period and make it, um, make it like return within a year. Cause I think that makes a big difference to, if you, if you're running your PNL, if you can get something paid back within a year, it makes a big difference. Yeah. And so you mentioned the steer act. So that that is the steer act or help us explain to us what is the steer act. And it sounds like from your quick description there, it, it actually provides vouchers for the trucking industry or, or other industries, all transportation. Yeah, so it's very simple. Um, Steer Act is um, targeted at Class Eight trucks, um, and it provides vouchers 
for the each owner operator or fleet to buy the equipment that makes sense for them. So it's very bottoms up. Um, and there's a basket of technologies, all that are agnostic to fuel source. So it's in the it's called active drag reduction devices. So things like anti-idle, dynamic lift uh, axles, um, uh, automatic tire inflation, active aerodynamics, these more advanced technologies that we can implement today. Um, if you're a tanker fleet and you idle a lot, you might want to buy an anti-idle technology or an EPU technology. If you're doing cross-state travel and you're doing a dry, have a dry van, truck wings might make sense. And so this is really um, an idea as a catalyst to accelerate the adoption of these new technologies to solve that chicken and the egg problem, which is very, very real in hard tech, which is at volume, we can bring our costs down and make ourselves sustainable. But to get to volume, we need large orders. Large orders come when your costs are lower. So there's this chicken and egg problem that Steer Act cracks wide open and will accelerate innovation by, we believe, 10 plus years, saving 50 million tons extra of carbon per year directly by those vouchers. But also um, uh, accelerating the time by which electric trucks could be put onto the road or any kind of alt fuel truck, whatever whatever makes most sense. You know, hydrogen, nat gas, renewable natural gas, renewables, all these are in play. Um, but all those fuel technologies benefit from all the technologies in the Steer Act. So Steer Act is, is a level playing field for those different technologies. Um, and you know, with range being such a problem for some of these technologies, particularly electric, um, we think that this will uh, enable, you know, fleets to try these other technologies faster. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting because as you know, I mean, it, there often is a chicken and egg kind of problem uh, to overcome with early stage technologies. As, uh, you know, as, as we let off in this discussion, I mean, we're both very much oriented towards free markets and want to lean in that direction. Uh, you know, I, I, I think one of the questions that, that often people have when it comes to policy and free markets is um, in, a, in an era where you know, as we talked about, diesel prices are five to seven dollars a gallon. Um, I mean, isn't isn't the 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 price signal of high gas prices, high diesel prices, enough to get to get these truckers over that hump? Or, or as you say, it's just it is a matter of kind of the the history of so often technologies have been promoted to try and save them money and really haven't panned out. And so it, it sounds like in some ways an, an act like that might help overcome that barrier um, even more than the actual market barrier. But is that... I think it's about famili- building familiarity um, with these. I mean, there's, so there's, there's, you know, there's government programs on like Super Truck, which builds a small number, you know, a handful of highly efficient trucks, very, very expensive but showcasing what technology could do. Um, And then there's um, other sort of R&D grants. This is solving uh, a technology like adoption curve issue, which is is endemic across the drug industry, which is that like, they're trying to make ends meet this month. Um, It's hard for them to, for for owner operators to finance something that's gonna take 12, 18 months to get back. Um, and they don't know what fuel prices are going to do over the next 18 months. I mean, if you pencil it out, case everybody's got to put in lower fuel prices in case they drop over that time, because then you're, you know, you don't get as much money back over time. So I think I think what this does is is and it's not a it's, it's it, the the overall act is 100 million dollars a year, which is about um, if you kind of like 
it's about 50,000 pieces of equipment. And there's th- there's three to four million trucks out there. So this is a very small um, amount of equipment that goes out, but it's enough that people are going to see a lot of these technologies or talk to each other. It's about being that catalyst to accelerate the technology adoptions. It's not about picking a winners or losers. It's not about getting addicted to subsidies because it, t- it disappears. It's about solving that chicken egg problem, letting the best technologies win. And in the short term, giving operators a relief off these high fuel prices. I mean, it's, combat, it's, a, it's a way to combat inflation, combat climate change. And, um, you know, if we, uh, if you compare $1 spent on, a, on, a, on the STEER Act versus $1 spent on like, a, like an electric car voucher program, we are 15 times more efficient per dollar for the amount of carbon we save. Um, and, uh, and, and it's just because trucks drive so far, they drive and they, and they only do eight miles a gallon rather than, um, 30 or 40 miles per gallon. So it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's a lot of low hanging fruit and it's a very fertile ground for a little bit of government, um, assistance to go a long way for the free markets to take back over and uh, ultimately compete with each other to win for the best product and to win, win the, the, the long-term business of these fleets. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, well, it'd be interesting to see where that goes and and uh, how things you know sort of progress through Congress these days. But I want to I want to end with um, kind of what's next for you and and you meaning Truck Labs. I mean, you guys are in the innovation business, and um, and so you've gone from hardware to machine learning software. Where do you see Truck Labs you know going in the next five years? Well, we want to be partners to our customers, right? The fleets. And so we will go where their biggest challenges are and to build technology to solve them. So I think, I think you see two big shifts in technology right now in trucking. One is autonomy. Um, and when is that coming? How are we going to deal with that? Uh, what additional technology do you need to, 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 to do that? And secondly is um, uh, the move to alt fuels, zero emission fuels, whether that's renewable natural gas, electric how is that going to change maintenance how is that going to change capex and financing and 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 i think that if we can truly understand what drives the costs of your fuel source or your range on your electric i think we can help optimize where do you pick up loads which loads do you take how do you price how do you deal with weather events how do you route your trucks what what and all these sort of all these sort of natural adjacencies to the core problem which is what what's driving our cost so i think from that same the fuel factors model, which is the fundamental understanding of what the, what what how how the costs of your trucking um, fleet are run, I think I think we can start helping fleets answer all these questions, um, and that's where we'll be we'll be building products that our customers care about. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a very very important problem that you're working on, an important industry that that serves our so many daily needs, and uh, so we're really glad that you're working on it, Daniel. Thank you, thank you for joining us for this Tech Voices interview, and uh, and we really wish you all the best of luck for you and your company. Well, thank you, and thank you for your great work. It's a great spend of time with you this morning. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, so just a quick nod to our audience. Uh, again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, please share this interview with your social media networks. And if you haven't already, sign up for our online newsletter. It's free. Uh, again, it's at c3newsmag.com. And, uh, and once again, this has been a Tech Voices interview with Daniel Burroughs of Truck Labs. And my name is Drew Bond, your host and the president and CEO of C3 Solutions. 
And until next time, God bless and have a great day. Thank you.